Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. In today's episode, we're continuing our series about Genie Plus strategies in the different parks. And today, we're talking about Hollywood Studios. If you missed the first two episodes of the series, you can go back to episodes 58 and 59, which focus on using Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. But now, on to Hollywood Studios strategies. I would highly recommend Genie Plus for Hollywood Studios because it's a tough park for lines especially if you're going to want to do a mix of rides and other activities like shows and characters, then Genie Plus is really going to help minimize your wait times so you can do more. Hollywood Studios has a high percentage of rides that can get really long lines. And they have fewer of those filler attractions like you can find at Magic Kingdom to kind of balance things out. Before we get into regular Genie Plus attractions, let's talk for a minute about the individual Lightning Lane ride at this park, Rise of the Resistance. This is probably the individual lightning lane that I would most suggest purchasing. The standby line for this is really long, like it can be hours. On top of that, this ride has technical difficulties and goes down pretty frequently. So while trying to go straight to rise during early entry can work out well, it can also throw you off track if the ride is down first thing in the morning. And then you can possibly end up wasting some of that valuable early entry time trying to get across the park to another attraction. If you're purchasing the individual lightning lane for Rise of Resistance, it would be ideal if you could have one person snagging that individual lightning lane and another person selecting the first lightning lane selection for Genie Plus. There are 14 Genie Plus attractions at Hollywood Studios, and there is one that sells out the quickest, and that is Slinky Dog Dash. This is most likely going to be the ride that you want to select as your first lightning lane. It gets very long lines, and this is one that is more unpleasant than others because most of it is out in the blazing sun. It also happens to be my favorite ride. If you don't want to use Lightning Lane for this, you could do Slinky Dog during early entry or rope drop. Or you could even do that as well as a Lightning Lane if you want to ride more than once, which I do because I love it so much. You could also do the very last thing at night because Toy Story Land is pretty cool at night with all the lights. But the bottom line is, if you want to use Genie Plus, I highly recommend you're on it to 7 a.m. to book it. Okay, after Slinky Dog Dash, the next tier of attractions is going to include Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. These are all attractions that will have long lines. One thing to mention is that Rock and Roller Coaster and Smuggler's Run both have single rider lines. So that is another option to save you some time in line for those rides if you're either by yourself or you don't mind being split up from the rest of your party. One potential strategy that works well is to purchase individual Lightning Lane for Rise of Resistance, select Slinky Dog Dash as your first Genie Plus selection at 7 a.m., and then either during early entry or a rope drop, 
head to Sunset Boulevard and ride Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. That will take care of the bulk of those headliner attractions, and you can continue your day using Genie Plus for the rest of your attractions. I usually try to book Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run around the time that we'll be doing Rise of Resistance, so that we're making one trip over to Galaxy's Edge. And you should definitely allow for time to explore Galaxy's Edge, especially if you have a Star Wars fan in your group. It's a really immersive and cool area of the park. That leaves one more ride to talk about in the higher priority tier, and that's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. This is a newer ride, and when it was brand new, the lines could get astronomical. Things have calmed down a little bit now that it's not as new, but it's definitely still a popular ride that can get long waits. So this is a good one to use Genie Plus for. The thing about Mickey and Minnie is it's right in the center of the park after you enter, and it's a great ride for all ages. So it's going to draw in a lot of people who may be skipping the bigger thrill rides like Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. And that brings us to our medium priority Genie Plus attractions. At the top of this list is Toy Story Mania. This is another popular ride that's good for all ages, and the wait times are going to get pretty high. After that, you have Alien Swirling Saucers, which is also in the Toy Story area of the park. This isn't necessarily a ride that gets crazy lines, but the line doesn't move all that quickly since it's not continuously filling. It's a ride that gets loaded up, then runs, and you're waiting for it to finish before you get to move again. For the most part, it's not going to be an attraction with very long lines, but on a busy day, it can definitely get up there. And it's not something I would really be willing to wait for under normal circumstances. Then you have Star Tours, which is typically going to be 15 minutes or less. I don't typically ride Star Tours because it makes makes me motion sick more than pretty much any other ride. That one and Millennium Falcon really give me trouble. But I will say that if you're worried about motion sickness, then choose the engineer spot on Millennium Falcon. You'll be in the back and in charge of pressing buttons. So I'm basically just focusing on the buttons and not looking at the screen at all which kind of takes a lot of the fun out of the ride, but I like to be able to ride it with the rest of my family, and that saves me from getting sick. And that leaves the low-priority attractions, which are going to include a lot of the shows and character-type meet and greets. Meet Olaf, Muppet Vision 3D, Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage, Disney Junior Dance Party, Frozen Sing-Along, and Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. And as I've said in previous episodes about Magic Kingdom and Epcot, just because they're low priority for Genie Plus doesn't mean that they should be low priority overall. These are all great attractions to fill time between your Lightning Lane selections. And in fact, they are some of my favorite things to do. Again, Hollywood Studios is a park that is tough to navigate without Genie Plus. If you're trying to do all the attractions, you will spend a significant amount of time in lines without it. Is it still doable? Yes. I would say without Genie Plus, you'll absolutely want to take advantage of early entry to get as much done as you can, then take a midday break and come back to take advantage of the end of the night lower crowds. Disney does tend to inflate the wait times listed for attractions, and this is especially true at the end of the night. So even if you see higher posted times, it's likely that you won't need to wait quite as long. One thing I like to do is check the Touring Plans Lines app. That will give you the posted wait time, and it will also give you a more realistic wait time to give you a better idea of what it will actually be. 
It'll also tell you whether it's a good time to ride or if you should wait because it will likely be a lower wait time sometime later in the day. And as I've said, your individual strategy is going to depend on your particular priorities. If you're planning a Disney vacation and you want someone to walk you through the planning process step by step, you can book with me and I'll handle all the details. The best part is it won't cost you a penny extra. In fact, I can even help save you money by continuously monitoring for discounts and promotions to apply to your trip. I can take care of all your reservations, including dining, and you'll have access to me for any questions and advice throughout the entire process. You can contact me for a personalized quote, and we can start planning your dream trip together. Just click the link in the show notes. I hope this episode helped to make Genie Plus a little less intimidating and help you see how you can create your own game plan for your time in Hollywood studios. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. Happy planning.